I believe that you've started a relationship series and I've been asked by your pastors to speak on family this morning, topic of family. You know, to be honest, family isn't my usual topic I speak on at all. Uh, but your pastors have heard me recently speak a couple of times and uh, I've mentioned family uh, in, in, in what I've been speaking about and it's really caught their attention. So they've asked me to share with that with, for you today. Now, I'm not a pastor. You know, I'm not an itinerant speaker either. I'm a businessman like a lot of you. And in fact, you know, I am you. 99% of the time when I'm at church, when we actually go, and go to church, I sit in the congregation exactly like you. And if you're there in your lounge room at home now watching me, that's what I'm doing this Sunday. I'll be watching online church too. I am you. So why am I speaking to you today? Two reasons. See, I know who I am and I know my purpose. I'm a kingdom builder and my purpose in life is to finance the kingdom. And so I know you're still wondering, so what's that got to do with family? Everything. Everything. It's got to do with family. See, this, this is my new book. Okay, shameless plug for my new book. But its its title is Kingdom Builders. That's not hard to miss. But I want to I want to focus today on the subtitle here. Subtitle is How to Live an All in Life that Turns Vision into Reality. See, for me, being a Kingdom Builder, you know, Kingdom Builder is just someone who's decided to finally, finally, go all in with God. So, what does all in look like? My key scripture that I use pretty well every time I speak anywhere, my favorite scripture in the Bible is Matthew 6, verse 33. We all know it's pretty famous. How does it start? But, but seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. All these things. All in, all in is putting the kingdom of God first, not second or third, first. First, not 75% in, not even 90% in, but 100% all in. And here's the promise attached to that second half of that verse I want to focus on. And how does it start? It starts by, and all, not a few, not the occasional, but all these things will be added to you. What does all cover? <laughs> what does all cover? You know, in my dictionary, all means all, everything, the lot. Can I ask you, is family part of your all? It's definitely part of my all. Very much so. In fact, it's way ahead of finances, way ahead. I worked out a long time ago. There's no point in me being rich if I'm divorced. There's no point in me having a big house if my kids won't speak to me. See, I believe that as kingdom builders, we should have the best marriages. I believe as kingdom builders, we should have the best relationship with our kids and our grandkids. See, I, I, don't have to, I don't have a lot of time to talk to you today, and so I don't have time to share too much of my testimony, but enough to say that at one time in my life, I was definitely a workaholic. I worked from 6.30 in the morning till 10.30 at night, six days a week, sometimes seven. 
I did that from age 21 to age 31. My life was so out of balance, it was absolutely ridiculous. And it took my wife, my wife saying to me, challenging me one day to say that she was actually a single mother with three kids to realize that I was doing everything wrong. I'll never forget that day. It was, it was quite a shock to me when I came to that realization that, you know what, I was failing as a husband. I was failing as a father and I didn't even know it. I thought I'd been doing things for the family. I'd worked out that we hadn't had a holiday in over eight years. I, it was absolutely stupidity. And what the problem was there, I'd just been relying totally on Andrew and not relying on God. Because you got to understand, you know, I, I knew I had to, had to make changes in my life. Now, I'm actually the son of a pastor who was also the son of a pastor, which is the real reason why I'm not a pastor. You know, I love pastors. I just don't want to be one. You know, I've been in church my whole life. I had heard every promise there ever was in the Bible. The problem was I just didn't believe them for me. I could believe them for the pastors, for Pastor Sean and Linda, the other professional Christians, but I just couldn't believe it for me. I really couldn't. And so, you know, when I, when I read Matthew 6.33, well, it was, it was a game changer. I, you know, I remember saying to my wife, I decided, you know what, we're going to go all in. I mean that. We're going to go all in. And if this doesn't work, then we're going to go all out. <laughs> I'm going to give it all. I'm going to go all in for God. But if it doesn't work, I'm going all out. Can I tell you that was 24 years ago? 24 years ago. I'm sitting here in front of you to tell you today I'm more all in, if you can be more all in, if that's possible. You know why? See, you can't tell me this doesn't work. <laughs> you can't tell me. This is what thing. You can't tell me that we don't serve a trustworthy God. I know we do. I know we do. I've seen his promises fulfilled in my own life and my own family. You know, fast forward now, that 24 years, and I'm 55 now, and I've three adult, we have three adult children, all married, all in church, loving Jesus and serving him, three grandchildren that get pretty spoiled by us as well. We've come a long way. Now, I don't have a lot of time, as I said before, but I want to share with you two absolutes, two absolutes that changed my life and have changed other lives dramatically over the years. For me, that tells me this is what a big part of what going all in for God looks like. You know, they're both very simple, very simple. But I found in my research, and I've, I've uh, been traveling the world for the last eight years, speaking about kingdom builders, part of what I do is I, I sit one-on-one -on -one with couples. And I, I have literally, and you know, this is, can be backed up, I, I've sat down with thousands of people, thousands of people over the last eight years. And unfortunately, about 90% of the people that I sit with don't do these two things I'm about to discuss with you. All right? They don't do them, 90%. So, Stats would tell me then that 90% of you listening to me here today don't do these next two things as well. I'm going, to, I'm going to challenge you today to make that change. Here's the first one, okay? Very simple. 
Husbands and wives need to pray together every single day. Did I say every day? Yes, every day. I didn't say pray with your kids. I didn't say pray with your kids. You know, most people I speak to, oh, yeah, they'll pray with their kids, put the kids to bed, they'll pray with their kids. But I'd pray together as a couple. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Why is that? Why is that? You know, you know you should. You know you should. You just don't do it. Maybe at one time in your marriage, you actually did. But the devil, he's very sneaky. The devil has done a good job of distracting you and discouraging you from doing it. Now, when there's a drama in your life, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, you, you come and you pray to God. When there's a challenge in your life, yeah, yeah, you do that. Yeah, of course. But I'm talking about every day. I'm talking about making a change. Why is that? Here, this is why we should do it. You know, God invented marriage. The devil knows that truth better than most Christians. And God invented our marriages as a three-stranded cord. I can't do my three-stranded cord, my fingers very well, but you know, when the three of you get together daily, wow, let me tell you, watch what happens. Watch what happens. See, I've been married 35 years now, and all, all I know is that most arguments, certainly in relationships and marriage, is due to a breakdown in communication. All I know is, guys, you can't pray with your wife every day and she doesn't want to talk to you first. <laughs> She's going to want to talk to you. And, guys, let me tell you, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. It's a good thing she wants to talk to you. And I want you just talking about the weather. I want you talking about life, life. And then I want you sealing it with prayer every single day. Now, the devil's going to try and do whatever he can to keep you apart and keep you weak. But you have to be disciplined enough to make this happen. In fact, I want to challenge you to just pray together for the next 30, 30 days. Don't say you're going to do this forever. That's too hard and you'll fail. Go for 30 days. Go for 30 days with a clear understanding that the devil's going to throw everything, and I mean everything, at you to make this stop. But here's what I know. I know this because I've been doing this for years now, and I know this because I've been traveling all over the world and I've met the people time and time again over the years. I know, I guarantee you, that in just 30 days, you'll already see a change in your life. I guarantee you, just 30 days, men, 30 days of praying with your wife every day. Now, guys, let me talk to us men. We're one-dimensional animals. We're very good ladies at doing one thing at the one point in time. Don't ask us to do two, we're in trouble. <laughs> but you ladies, wow, I mean, you can do four and five things at once. And this is what I know. You ladies hear from the Holy Spirit just better than us men. You just do. Us men... We can, but we've got to really concentrate. We've got to really, really concentrate. And so, men, here's what I know. When you continue to pray daily with your wife, that ability, that ability to hear from the Holy Spirit, it wears off on you. And after about four months, yep, 16 weeks of praying every single day, not every second day, not every once a week, every single day, this is what I know. You will both be hearing from the Holy Spirit so clearly that you'll be making better choices in every single aspect of your life. So much so that I guarantee you in somewhere like four months' time, other people are going to ask you questions. Other people are going to notice. Other people are going to say things like, Joe, 
what are you doing? There's something about you that changed. I can't put my finger on it. What is it? There's something about you that's different. And you better say, oh, yeah, that's simple. <laughs> I pray with my wife every day now. Everything's changed. Is it that simple? Uh, yeah. Is, is, is it that blatant? Uh, yeah. It really, really is, guys. It really, really is. It's incredible, the difference. I, I've seen marriages, and I mean this, marriages that were dead, dead. I've seen them completely revived in a matter of months just by starting to pray together daily. Let me just give you a quick testimony. I could tell you lots of testimonies, but just, just in the last 80 months or so ago, I was in a church in Minneapolis, actually, and I, I had spoken the night before and people had been given the opportunity to come and meet with me on these one-on-one meetings I was talking to you about. And um, I was in the uh, pastor's office the next day and there's a three-seater lounge there and I'm, I've got a single seat and this couple walks in and they, they sat either end of the lounge. In fact, they couldn't have sat further apart. There's a little black cloud between them and it was pretty obvious that they, uh, they didn't like each other very much at all. And... Um, but, you know, they'd come, which was like congratulating. They'd come because God had arrested them the night before when they heard me speak and they knew they had to make a change. So, you know, I, I challenged them there, there and then about praying together. Now, the, the man had been in the same job for 23 years. He hated his job. He hated his job. He was, he was dry, dead. Their marriage, was, their marriage sucked. It was bad. It was bad. It was a bad position. Anyway, you know, at the end of the half an hour, they, they got up and they left. And I take notes, actually, on every single meeting I do. And I, I wrote something like, this couple hate each other and uh, he's just in a dead-end job and I don't know what's going to happen here, but, boy, I hope they take my advice today and make some changes. Now, I happened to actually be back at that church only seven months later. It's usually not that quick, but I was back there only seven months later. And I'm looking down the list of names of people who are coming to see me. Sure enough... Here's this couple. And I'm thinking, wow, this is going to be interesting to see this couple. Anyway, this time I've got just two individual seats set up in the, uh, in the room there. And uh, they walk in hand in hand. So that's a great sign. They walk in hand in hand. And then the uh, 15-year-old son walks in as well. And uh, I said, oh, look, sorry, look, I'll, I'll grab a third chair for you, mate. The woman is in the husband's lap. He's sitting on, she's sitting on his lap. She goes, no, 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 we don't, we don't need a seat. We're good, we're good, we're good, you know. <laughs> and I turned to the son and I said, mum and dad getting on better? He goes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're getting a whole lot better, you know. I said, that's fantastic. I said, tell me, what's happened in the last seven months? And the woman said, you know what, Andrew? When we, when we walked out of this room seven months ago, we didn't even like each other. I said, really? No, I wouldn't pick that up, you know. <laughs> She said, no, 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 it was bad. But you know what? We were determined. We have not missed a day of praying together for seven months. And she said, everything has changed. The husband piped in, everything has changed. Yeah, I, could, yeah, I could see that. Everything's changed. He goes, yeah. And then he, then he piped up. He goes, you know what? He said, Andrew, I quit my job. I said, wow, big move. He goes, yep, I quit my job. I, uh, I, I've, I started a business. I said, that's fantastic. He said, here's the thing. We actually work together in the business every day. He says, we couldn't stand each other, side of each other, you know, when you were here seven months ago, and we're working together every day. I said, how's business? He says, fantastic. I said, you having challenges? Absolutely. He said, but we're being faithful, not fearful. I said, that's awesome. What's the story with the 15-year-old? Why is he here? 
He said, oh, that's simple. He said, three weeks ago when they announced that you were coming back, he said, my son here said, hey, can I come to that meeting? He says, I've got to meet the man that changed, your, that changed my parents' life. Now, you and I know I didn't change my, their, their life. God changed their life. But he came along to the meeting. Here's the cool thing. He then pipes up and he says, sir, I love the way Americans say that. He says, sir, he says, I want to go all in for God. I want to be a kingdom builder. I remember turning to that couple that day and saying, you know what? The greatest thing that you've done in the last seven months isn't just the revival you're married. It isn't that you've now gone into business and thriving. The most important thing is that you've shown your son, you've shown your children what can happen when you trust God. I said, here's a 15-year-old who now gets it. He understands going all in for God. Look what, look what it does. What will he do with his life? That's the greatest thing you've done for your family. I can't wait to hear their testimony in the future. I'll meet that couple again, and it will be an amazing thing. Can I tell you, after a matter of months, then set the goal for one year. One year. Here's, here's what I know, men. You can't pray with your wife 365 days straight and have a bad marriage. You just can't. It's impossible. And here's what I also know. When you've done this for one year, you will never, ever stop. This is who you are now. Now you cannot not pray together. Game changer. Absolute game changer. Make a decision, guys and girls. We pray together every day. All right? Very simple. Second thing, very simple again, read your Bible daily. <laughs> Can you believe 90% of Christians, and these are Christians who come to me and want to go all in, 90% of them don't read their Bible daily. Some of them don't read their Bible at all, at all, let alone every day. But I want to add a couple of things to that. I want you to read it with expectation. What do you mean? Well, see, when you're all in with God, see, you need, you need to hear from God every day. I need God to speak in my life every day. When I'm taking faith steps, when the devil's attacking, man, I need God to speak in my life. Let me tell you, there's no better way than from God's word. And so can I encourage you? Get, get into the word as quick as you can. If you're not following a reading plan, get a reading plan. I'm even going to tell you the plan to get. It's called the One Year Bible has a bit of Old Testament, a bit of New Testament, proverb and psalm, and just makes it interesting. But here's the point. When I pick my Bible up, I've decided I'm not putting it down till God speaks to me. Hmm. So what's that actually look like? So it takes typically 15 minutes to read the daily reading. If God doesn't speak to me in that 15 minutes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm probably going to read tomorrow's. <laughs> How much do you want this, guys? How much do you want this? I tell you what, I need to. I know this, God doesn't want to hide it from you. God does not want to hide his will for your life. But sometimes you say to me, Andrew, how much do you really want this? Are you prepared to dig a bit more? All I know is every single day, God gives me my verse. Not the verse of the day, my verse. And what's the first thing that I do when I get that verse? I cut and paste that sucker and I send it to my family chat, my wife and my kids. Man, if God's speaking to me, I wanted to speak to my family. You, you need to be bathing your family in the Word of God. You need to get that out there. All I know is 
it will absolutely change things. It'll absolutely change things. And so, you know, um, all I know is if you want to bring unity and health to your family, getting them in the Word of God every single day is the most important thing you do. Now, what sort of example is that that you're setting for your children and your children's children that they know that you're in the Word every day? Every day my parent, my, sorry, my kids are expecting a verse from me. Does that keep, does that keep me on my toes? Yeah, it keeps me on my toes because they're expecting. They know. Guess what? If they don't get a verse from me today, they know that Dad didn't read his Bible today. <laughs> now, I also send it to over 50 people across the globe every day. And here's my next challenge to you. Men, just start sending it to two mates. I started sending it to two friends years ago, a verse every day. They thought I was a weirdo at first, but they guess what? They soon realized Andrew reads his Bible every day. Those same two men send me a verse every day. That's grown over the years to at least 53 people across the globe. And I mean, I've got them from Igor Belov in Russia to Marcelio Carlos in Rio de Janeiro in, in Brazil and everywhere in between, everywhere in between. I, I've well and truly run out of time, gone over time, but I could tell you story after story after story of people getting the word of God into them every single day with an absolute expectation what it has done for changing their family, changing their relationships, changing everything, because God wants to speak to you. He wants to speak to you through praying together and the Holy Spirit. You're going to hear from the Holy Spirit clearer. He wants to speak to you through his word. Get the Bible into you, guys. I want to encourage you strong enough. Make a decision today. I'm going to go all in for God. Let me tell you, your marriage will be stronger. Your relationships with your kids will be better. And we haven't even touched yet whether you know, you're going to be healthier and your financial situation. All those things happen. All those things happen. Is it really that simple? Yes. I didn't say it was easy. I said it was simple. But I can tell you now, it's worth it. Trust God. He's got your back. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 